0: I feel butter Everybody, welcome back to episode four of I Feel, you guessed it, Butter. It's me, Keto Brian, and today, it's just going to be me in your holes. That's it. Some of you are going to see me in your eye holes. I will have my YouTube channel up this week with my previous guest and this episode. The previous guests that have been on the show, heads up, you're going to see my background in my bedroom. Now, this episode, I got my green screen, and now you see my logo, I Feel butter logo is up behind me. We are ready to roll, rock and roll. And let me tell you what we're going to be doing today. Today, since I've been doing keto for almost three years, it's a little over two and a half, almost two and three quarters, I wanted to give you my five best tips for the keto diet success. And so I sat down the last few months the last few weeks and uh, just thought about what I thought would be my, my own personal best tips that I can provide you guys for keto diet. And down the road in a few weeks, I'll tell you the failures, the top, the top five worst failures on the keto diet. But today's the best tips to success, to success. This is the best tips. And so we're going to start it off strong. We're going to start it off fast. Know what you should focus on. Number one, very simple. Know what you should focus on. Do calories matter on t- keto? What exactly should you eat? What does the keto diet work? Why does it work so well? What do you eat on it? Uh, Depending on who you ask, and honestly, you could ask me on any given day, two and a half years ago to where it is now. If you were asking me what was successful, it's changed because as humans, we evolve, we adapt, we grow. And so you have to have some sort of an idea, belief system that's going to work for you, knowing what you can focus on. So is it limiting carbs more? Is it exercising more? Is it intermittent fasting? Is it higher protein intake? Is it less fat intake? It all is relevant within the keto diet because in actuality, it's what's putting in your body. So what you're trying to do is create what keto does is a diet that has a few principles that you're eating mostly protein dense and fiber rich foods because of how satisfying and uh, satiated they are, and you're eliminating all Calorie dense processed foods from your diet because of how easy it is to binge on them. Those calorie dense foods that just taste so good, that are full of sugars, full of carbs, full of unnatural ingredients, develop a need to eat more. Your body processes them faster, breaks them down, and goes in your bloodstream. It's not good. And it gives you a sense that you need to eat more and want more, which is a ploy for. Those big companies that are trying to sell you more oatmeal cream pies, they're delicious, but they want want you to eat more than one. They want you to eat ten, so you have to go buy another box. So make sure you're focusing on what you should focus on. Make sure you're putting something in your body and understanding that with any diet success, any diet success, caloric deficit is the, the, the success to it. But you have to be cognitive of what you're putting in your body. You have to understand how your body is going to fuel that and use that as fuel, because if not, it's not going to be a good situation down the road. Your body's going to stop adapting. You're going to plateau more. You're going to gain weight. Your body's going to be actually have more inflammation. So you have to make sure that you're eating the right protein-dense and fiber-rich foods in your keto diet journey. So focus on that. The other one that I have is only consume keto foods and ingredients. What you want to make sure of is that you're very low in carbs, so that's 25 grams or under. I stick to 20 grams and under. Carb Manager has that app where you can pay for the premium and get the genius technology. And it'll, it'll, you put in your data. You be honest on your data, first off. Be honest on your data. But once you put in your data and you type in all the information, it will tell you what kind of calories you, sh- you should eat. Uh, your macro breakdown from fat protein carb and, and it gives you that so make sure in my opinion ex- especially beginning you judge that because when i first started i was like 35 36 net carbs a day which compared to my previous normie diet was like 300 per meal so wasn't the best diet previously my normie diet was just like carb it up yo got to have that for my runs i got to be able to do that the only runs i was having we're in the bathroom. That's correct. So let me tell you, the process here, the only consume the keto, the keto foods, uh, what I would say is the do's are meats. So you want like feet, fish, beef, 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 that's right, fish, beef, lamb, chicken, eggs. You want low-carb vegetables like spinach, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, Uh, you know, you got, uh, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, all that are in there, high fat dairy. So you want to make sure you're having hard cheeses, high fat cream, butter, nuts and seeds. Make sure you're sticking to the actual seeds that are full of good, good fat protein, you know, the good balance macros are there. So like almonds, macadamia nuts, things like that. Two of my favorite snacks right there is almonds and macadamia nuts. When you're talking about fruit, avocados and berries, raspberries, blackberries, if it says berry or if it's an avocado because it's considered a fruit, those are the go-to fruits. Sweeteners, uh, I only trust allulose. So allulose and monk fruit are my two main go-tos. Allulose doesn't have that aftertaste. Monk fruit also doesn't have that aftertaste. Allulose does a lot less to your blood sugar. And so you're not going to be spiking your levels. So especially if you're diabetic, type 2, pre-diabetic, or diabetic 1, you're type 1 diabetic, uh, those sweeteners, make sure you stay away from stevia, erythritol, because they do have spikes. Make sure you're paying attention to maltitol and maltoderexin as well, because again, that can spike your blood glucose and kick you out of ketosis. You want items that you're being putting in your body, the keto, you want to consume those keto approved items all the time. So stick, stay strict in your keto journey. In the first few months from three, if you can make it 90 days, I guarantee you, you can make it two years. Don't have that idea of you're being left out. Have that idea that you're changing how your body uses food. And you have to change your mental thought process from a reward system for food to a fuel system. You can still enjoy food, but use it as a fuel to your body rather than a reward to your body. That mental shift alone, in me, Guarantee it, me, that shift helped me be where I was at today. That helped me lose 120 pounds. That helped me maintain that loss. That's helped me maintain that loss for over a year and a half now. So, you have to make sure you change the concept of food. And it's just how we're brought up. Everything is involved with food and how we consume food, why we consume food. And it's always a reward, it's always something there. But if you start to change the mental concepts, of how you're consuming these keto products. Then you balance out your diet. You see it as fuel. You see it as the energy that you're putting in your body to get out what you want. If you put your body unprocessed, you know, you know, fully processed foods, unnatural ingredients, full of sugar and carbs, all you're gonna see is your body bogged down, process those, and have stomach issues. Once you clean that out of your diet, and you're you're processing these keto-approved foods. You're actually gonna be feeling way better mentally and physically. You'll feel ways that you've never done before. I've talked to uh, I talked to Amy, the keto dealer. I've talked to Chelsea, the keto half-asser, and both of them said I didn't realize how bad my body was changing until I stopped eating this type of processed food. And then your body starts to work differently. You feel differently. You have mental focus, clarity. And so make sure you're only consuming the keto foods and ingredients that are approved for the keto diet so your body can run off the natural resources that it wants. It starts to work off that fat. I've said it years now, fracking your own natural resources, which is fat. Let your body go in there and dive into what you're needing. So also avoid eating keto snacks right off the bat. The And what I'm talking about is on these consuming foods. This is like the, here's your number two topic, 2AB or whatever it's at. These uh, things to avoid is watching the sales and the marketing schemes that are out there. Because it's so pretty to see, hey, guess what? These M&Ms, keto approved. That's great. Don't put those in your body immediately. Find what's going to work. Get your body cleaned of the unnatural processed foods that you've put in it for years and work it off of a clean keto diet and see where you're going and then start doing the elimination diet. Okay. Can I put this in my body? How does this sweetener react to me? Cause I guarantee you once you get into ketosis and your body is working and fracking its own natural resources and you're feeling focused, you're feeling like, Holy crap, I have energy that I've never felt before. I am sleeping that I've, that I've never, I'm sleeping better than I've ever slept before. Once you start the elimination side of keto, which is adding in some of these treats in quotations, you see how your body reacts. You see how your body reacts to sweeteners. You can see how your blood reacts and where you're at in ketosis as well. So be mindful, I'd say after about six months of your keto journey, a strict keto journey, start adding, adding in and seeing what you can eliminate and add into your diet without killing your process. Doesn't mean keto is not fun. It's not that it's not sustainable. You have to find the fuel that works for you, and that's your focus. That's what you have to do. A lot of people would also say track your macros. I'm not going to say that. I love tracking macros, but that's my opinion. So that's going to be like top 10. Track your macros is there. This is my top five. So uh, that's the one thing that I want you to, to to understand is that a lot of people want you to track macros. I'm one of those people. But this is me saying I know what's how this is going to be sustainable. You have to also, topic three, this is the topic three, number three of my how do you best, the best tips for keto diet. Change your food environment. Our current food environment is nothing like what the human race initially evolved to. Like, let's, we go back to like caveman days where we're fighting our food, we're working what we have to eat, we're eating what we can eat, what's there. So what we have to do is we have, as a human race, figure out how our bodies evolved to, to handle that. And over time, our bodies evolved to handle the meats, to handle the fruits, to handle these vegetables, these natural items that we're supposed to put in our body. And that's, we have to change our food environment. So rather than getting our food from unnatural processed resources, like the packaged good stuffs, which they're amazing, there's a lot of stuff that's out there that's amazing, like the fast food restaurants, all these different things that are amenities to you, you got to remove those sources and go straight. Meat, cheese, eggs, vegetables. Make sure you're putting things into your body that are natural. Change that environment. So like I said before, only keto and friendly environment. So in your house, so make sure that's where you stay. If you're the only keto person in your house, here's something 3B of how I did this. I put a pantry outside of my pantry that I put keto approved items in. I literally put what I would use my flour, my sweetener, my snacks, my beef jerky—anything that that I use as keto, and that I found as natural and processed and you know non-processed—that was part of this food environment. That's where I put it. So if you're a keto keto of one, you know keto table of one, then find a space, create a space where your food is, where you know where you can go to for food that's going to keep you satiated, that's going to keep you full. That is what you're going to be successful on. 3B or 3C now, plan your meals ahead of time. Have have a thought process. If you know that you're not going to be eating at home or you're taking a snack to work or you're driving or anything like that, if you know that you're going to be eating out, so you're outside of your safe food environment, plan ahead. Look at the menu. See what's there. There are keto options everywhere. It doesn't have to say keto for it to be an option. You get to create those options. That's the coolest part about this world that we live in, is that more and more restaurants want you to be able to create the meal that's going to be accustomed to you. I go to places now, and I'm like, I just want my steak. I don't want a side. So I just want the meat. Or I'll say, I want steak, but I want shrimp on the side. I'll pay extra there. You just have to make sure to say, I don't want my steak seasoned. I want salt and pepper. That's it. I just want salt and pepper. I don't want the house seasoning. Because that's where they get to put those secret Carbs and sugars in. That's where they're, they're the secret sauce is at those restaurants. Don't be afraid to stand up to what you want to be. And so, if you can plan ahead and know your order ahead of time, then you don't have to second guess yourselves at your menu, at the menu that you're looking at. You don't have to be like, oh, that cheesecake looks so delicious. It's just so natural. Cheesecake's not natural. It is delicious. It truly is. Truly is. But plan your meals ahead of time. Take the time, get ready, get confident. Don't let them bully you at the restaurants. And when I say they, that's the non-keto people or the restaurant people. Do it. And I guarantee you, you ordering the way you want, they're not going to be mad at you. They're not. So the uh, other thing is make sure if you're traveling with these uh, topic three, you know, my top three, change your food environment. Uh, If you're traveling, and I travel for a living, as most of you know, but as you're traveling, find the keto-approved snacks that have the right ingredients. Avoid stevia. You know, stevia. Avoid, uh, avoid the erythritol. Too much of that was going to destroy your stomach. If it destroys my stomach. It might not destroy everybody's stomach, but mine it does. You have to be able to avoid those. So find the snacks. Get the beef jerky. Get the, get the almonds. Get the macadamia nuts. Get something that's, that you got yourself at your house or that you got from a vendor that you know is an all-natural vendor. It's okay. They're out there. Find those. But take those with you as you travel so you don't have that like boredom snack, buy at a convenience store on your way on through a travel trip. So topic, the top four of the best tips for keto, my top four is, hold on, get the bulk of your calories from homemade meals. Okay, The main thing that you need to worry about is, as you've seen the focus here, If you're getting the bulk of your calories from homemade meals that you've made yourself that you know the ingredients of, that you don't have to second guess of, you don't have to worry about those hidden sweeteners or, you know, seasonings that can spike your blood glucose and kick you out of ketosis. If you're getting the bulk of your calories from your homemade keto meals, you are safely keeping track of your food environment. So just like where we're at, you're you're understanding where breakfast is. You start with breakfast and you have a couple of eggs, some bacon some, you know, bulletproof coffee or, you know, whatever black coffee, whatever you like to do. I like to do cold brew coffee and do a little, you know, froth it up a little bit, you know, do a little almond milk, a little tiny bit of Jordan syrup, uh, a little uh, pink salt for, you know, uh, for electrolytes and then also the MCT oil. Chef's kiss, not going to lie. So um, doing that there and then also creating your desserts. You don't understand how delicious some of these desserts are in the world, uh, especially the ones that say keto at some bakeries. But all you're doing is kicking yourself out of ketosis or setting yourself back or setting yourself up some for some uh some stomach troubles. Uh I used to have a bakery here uh, where I live in Lubbock that served keto brownies and they were divine. They were soft they were sweet they were delicious. And when they first started making them they were making them with allulose and uh, then out of nowhere, they switched it to erythritol, and it was cheaper for them to do it that way. So, they, you know, for how they're doing it, rather than up their prices, they switched ingredients to, you know, to, you know, factor in some, you know, cost effective measurements and make a little bit more money. And by doing that and how they made it, and I couldn't control how they made it, stomach issues, and more and more people that were on the keto diet that went to this place complained about it and said, hey, this doesn't feel the same. It has aftertaste to it. It's not it's not great for what we're doing and it's you know causing stomach issues. And they still were like, hey, it's a cost-effective method that's still keto, it doesn't provide any carbs, you know, it's sugar alcohols. And if you put too much sugar alcohols in your body, guess what? Sugar alcohols are gonna come out real fast and you can ship your pants for free. Just like you used to at Kmart, RP Kmart, you know, you know, condolences to everybody that worked there before or shopped at Kmart, which I used to shop at Kmart. Pretty cool place. But you ship your pants, you do. Too much of those sugar alcohols, ship your pants time. That's what you're gonna do all day long, ship your pants. So uh, the last one, my top five, number five, don't change your plan too quickly. Um, Why I say this is, is majorly important. And the reason I say it this way is that, At first, after the first week of your keto journey, which is typically marked by uh, a tremendous amount of weight loss, uh, which is usually a lot of water weight, uh, your weight loss can be unpredictable. Uh, Your calorie needs changing on a day. The amount of what you eat changes. Your body is going to be telling you what it wants and what it doesn't want. Now it's time to take a quick snack break with my favorite snack from Monk Pack Snacks, the Keto Granola Bar. These things are absolutely phenomenal. Amazing macros. Only two net carbs, 140 calories, 13 grams of fat, five grams of prot. So freaking good. And remember, if you go to MonkPackSnacks.com and check out in the store summary, make sure you add the code Butter 15 to save you 15% off. This snack break, again, brought to you by my friends at Monk Pack Snacks. Now back to the show. This is the time that you can't change too quickly. You need to see what works and what doesn't. And by doing that, you have to give your body a chance to actually listen and you you to actually see how it's working. So as long as you're losing weight on average, about one to two pounds per week, if that's what you're looking for keto to do, keep doing what you're doing. One to two pounds a week is phenomenal, especially since our bodies can actually fluctuate, you know, five to 10 pounds a day just by what we're putting into it, how much water we're drinking. If you find that your results are stalling for over a month, then that's when I'd start to make adjustments. So, after a month, I would change the way you're, you know, the amount of carbs you're putting in, the type of carbs, the type of sugar alcohols that you're eating, uh, the type of fat you're eating, and I would up your protein. Your body, especially if you're exercising, you need more protein. So, if you're exercising more and your regular keto macros are not keeping you in line, you know, the 75, 25, If you're, you know, if you're needing to adjust your fat down to 60 or 55 and up your protein to 30, 35 grams, you know, not 30, but 30, to 35% of your, you know, caloric intake and you're getting more and more protein, which, you know, if you're exercising daily one gram per pound, make sure that's what you're doing. Make sure you're getting plenty of protein to feed your muscles, because if not, your body then will start to consume your muscles and you're going to see no adjustment at all on the scale. And you're going to see less results in the, ex- in the exercise business of keto. So protein intake is a huge, huge uh, thing that I like to provide to people if they're saying, hey, I'm stalling, I'm exercising, I'm doing this. I say, change your fat macros, lower them down. Keep making sure that you're hitting your good amount of fat protein. So you're, you're feeding your body its resource to continue to burn fat and up your protein. So your body has more of the food it needs. Your muscles will eat that protein up correctly because you have now fat adapted your body to consume protein as it's, you know, the muscles to consume the protein rather than the carbs. And your body then just burns the fat rather than your muscle. So recalculate that. You're going to have to recalculate your macronutrient needs every month and follow instead of just doing it one or two days. Like, oh, I've messed up the two or three days. Got to go do this. Got to do that. So, stay consistent within your ketogenic diet. Don't change too quickly. Don't do anything crazy. Believe in yourself and understand that plateaus will happen. And plateaus happen on every single diet, even the ones that you take pills for. You'll hit a plateau. Even the ones you take pills for, you're going to hit plateaus. But stay consistent within your ketogenic diet. Stay consistent. Stay there. Refocus. Reevaluate after a month and then push forward. Once you do that, your body's going to do it. Your body is trying to get fat adapted, especially early on in your ketogenic diet and your lifestyle. Your body has to get fat adapted. It takes a few weeks. It might take months for your, your body to actually push itself and start burning what you need it to burn rather than looking for carbs to burn. So get fat adapted, and then your body will be keto adapted, And then you can start eliminating things, adding in, eliminating, and you get to see how your body refocuses itself and how much you can actually biohack your own personal weight loss, healthy lifestyle journey. Because this diet is not a just, hey, lose weight fast kind of diet. You get to actually morph your body into more, into a lot more. And that's the coolest thing about the keto diet. So those are my top five. Of just the best tips to do that. If I was going to add one more, just to say, you know, like a 5A, drink a crap ton of water. Water is your best friend, especially when you get into ketosis, you're going to be drinking more than you ever thought. And rather than, you know, grabbing like a Diet Coke or Coke Zero or any type of like Gatorade Zero, have water with you. If you want those electrolytes, put in a little pink Himalayan salt with your water, as my buddy Chicken and Chafels calls it. That's his, uh, that's his keto Gatorade. Put a little salt water in there to get that, that salt in there. Focus on that. Focus on what you're doing. And uh, I believe that these five tips for the best success in keto will help you. Uh, it's one of those that I, uh, I believe in because it's worked for me. And I'm personally coming from, like, it. this is from me, myself, and I, Keto Brian. This is what worked for me, and this is why I'm talking about it. So you're going to see that this diet is going to help you troubleshoot other health concerns that you might not know of. Uh, you know, and that's that's the crazy thing about it is that it it sounds too good to be true sometimes, and there are some nuts out there that are like, it's going to help you not have a disability. It can cure, it can cure autism. And it doesn't do that. Like it's not there. It's not like an end all be-all. And I don't want anybody to think that this is like a diet that you can only, you know, like there's so much that you can do. But the thing is is there are things that you get to reset. There are things that you get to rebuild. And it works for both men and women. Like it's not just like a gender biased diet. This is truly a diet that encompasses everybody. Everybody can biohack themselves into more within the ketogenic diet lifestyle, it is a diet. It truly is. And you'll come to find as you stay in it, if you stay in it, stay in it for the long haul, that you can create a sustainable lifestyle that you have no fear of being left out in the normie world. None. When I first started this diet, I always thought, I'm going to do without this. I have to do without this. And I changed the way I thought once I saw my health changing and how my body was feeling. And how energetic I felt, how focused I felt, how I just felt better, slept better, was in a better mood. My skin looked better. Once I started to believe more and more into it, I realized that I'm not being left out. The food that I'm putting in my body is, is, is a fuel now. It is amazing. I want it to taste good, but it's fuel for me. It is absolute fuel for what I need it for. Especially when I'm in the shred shed and I'm tearing up a leg day like I did today, that fuel that I'm putting in my body that I'm enjoying is being burned properly. It's being utilized. My body is biohacking itself into being better and feeling stronger. And that is what this lifestyle can do. If you have that thought process that you can't sustain that because such and such food is your bomb.com, this might not be the diet for you, or you just need to refocus your strategy and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. You don't have to stay keto forever. No, you just have to redevelop how you're going to work and how your relationship with food is, because that's the main issue that's at hand is your relationship on how you view food, (laughs) food, how you view food. And once you start seeing that as a fuel rather than a reward, you'll start to feel absolutely amazing. You'll start to feel that you don't have anything leaving out. You'll correct people who are like, oh, you can't have that on keto. And you say, not that I, can't. I can't. I just choose not to. That's not what I want to put in my body. And that answer alone will stop some of your people in your tracks like, oh, oh. They see that there's a focus there. There's a clarity there. So that's it. That's the show today. So just to re you know, go through and talk about the top five. You have number one, know what you should focus on. If that's your weight loss, if that's your energy, if that's your mental clarity. Number two is only consume keto foods and ingredients. Number three was, sorry, I have these all in my notes, change your food environment. That's one of the main ones that I would, you know, trust. Um, Number four. Hold on. Get the bulk of your calories from homemade meals. And number five. Don't change your plan too quickly. That in itself is going to be your successful journey. That in itself, those five tips to keto success will aid you and help you focus on changing your relationship with food. And you are going to feel like a badass. So that's it for the show. This is episode four, short and sweet. I hope you guys enjoyed it immensely. I know it's always weird hearing just one person talk. And I know that I can talk quickly. But I thought these top five keto tips were going to be what works best for me and just put that onto you guys and see if you can adapt that and implement that into your own keto lifestyle. So as always, I hope that this episode made you feel better because I feel better. Thank you for listening to I Feel Butter. Music by Jackson's Lost Cause. Go check out my buddy Jackson on Spotify. If you can also please like and subscribe to my podcast. And as always, here's a special guest.